Blog Talk Radio. up everybody welcome to another edition of sports urban legend along with my returning co-host macaulay matthew i'm of course william ramo welcome back what's up mac how you doing <laughs> hey man what's up i'm glad to be back how's it going i'm i'm uh i'm glad to have you even though you know uh my friend uh jamal uh jamal chapman he did an awesome job uh, last week but you know it's great to have you back man How's everything? I appreciate that. Uh, Jamal did a good job, so I got to commend Jamal on uh, taking my spot last week. But uh, I'm doing good. Uh, just a little sore throat. But, uh, you know, I'm glad to be back co-hosting this show with you. Uh, thanks for uh, thanks for being on. Definitely. And, um, yeah, let's, uh, you know, lead off the show, talk Subway Series. Uh, I'm also going to get into the uh, Juris Familiar trade, since that's co- that coincides with the Subway Series. Um, also going to talk about the Cespedes injury. Oh, obviously, that's tied in with the Subway Series as well. The NBA trades, uh, big stars in the NBA trading trading places, like um, similar to um, similar to um, uh, Eddie Murphy and uh, Dan, Dan, Dan Aykroyd in that 80s movie. <laughs> but yep. uh, again, to that. Um, also going to talk about the uh, MLB, you know, all-star game. And, um, of course, you know, we're going to end the, the game, I mean, the, the show, with, uh, with, with our Extreme um, extreme Rules uh, review and, of course, the World Cup winner as well. So if you guys would like to talk about any of these topics or more, um, feel free to call in. That's 917-388-4189. That's 917 917- Three eight eight four one eight nine. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. Um, yeah, without further ado, um, you know the 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 top story right now is uh, Jerris Familiar. He got traded uh, to the Oakland A's. And uh, as a Mets fan, you know, I you know I'm gonna I'm gonna really miss that guy because you know he he's you know he's he's been one of our best. Closers that we've had, I'd say he's he's been the best close closers that the men had, the men has have or had ha, has had since Billy Wagner in '06. Wow, you better know? than Mejia. Yeah, I would say he's better. Than, yeah, I would say he's better than Mejia. I mean, when wow. he was good, but yeah, I would say I'd say Familia is is better than Mejia. I'd say Mejia is right behind him. You know. I mean, uh, Familia was third all-time in saves after Benitez, you know, a guy who he's been compared to after his uh, 2015 uh, appearance in the World Series, and, of course, John Franco. Um, but, you know, I'm sad to see him go. You know, he, he was, you know, that guy, you know, he, he always played with his heart and soul, you know, putting on that orange and blue. You know, he, he spent his entire career with the Mets. He was drafted, I think, at 16 years old you know, from the Dominican Republic. So even when before he got traded last night after um, yesterday's game, 
which the Mets won uh, final score um, seven to five. If my memory serves me right, because it's been a it's been a blur. Uh, yeah. You know, you know, yeah, uh, Syndergaard he pitched well. Syndergaard he pitched well in that game. Um, you know, he kind of ran out of gas in the fifth inning. You know, a little bit. You know, the the, the balls. You know, they haven't. They didn't. Uh, uh, didn't really play that well in the field that that game yesterday. But uh, Mets was able to hold on to dear life for that victory, and Syndergaard got his first victory against the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. So you know, congratulations to him. And along the way, he uh, he he became the quickest uh, pitcher in Mets history to 500. He surpassed um, Dwight Gooden, aka Dr. K, um, you know, by eight innings to become the all-time. The, the the quickest pitcher to 500 as a Met. So wow. congratulations to him. As you know, there's trade rumors going along. You know, I think he tr- struck out Nick Nick uh, uh, Neil Walker, if my memory serves me right. Um, but I could be wrong. But um, you know, he he pitched well. The bullpen, you know, they, you know they didn't really pitch that well, but you know they were able to hold on to the lead and. You knew, you knew that Familia uh, was gonna get traded because you know I was watching the game, you know, with my father, and you know we we noticed that um, in the eighth, you know, they had Tim Peterson, uh, you know, a minor league guy who rarely pitched, um, and you have uh, Jerry Blevins who is the anti lefty specialist because every time he goes into the game, he just gives up home runs, you know unlike how he was with the Mets uh, last year. You know, he was lights out last year. But, you know, when you see Jerry, Jerry Blevins get into the game, you know you know the other team's going to add more runs on the board. So with that, with that um, we're seeing um, Familia not even warming up to potentially come into the game. You knew there was something up. You know the rumors were, was – uh, be, that you know there was like seven or eight teams after the, after him you know after familiar, so you're thinking Mets you know Mets might get a good good you know good prospects you know some major league ready players you know for a guy who's been one of the best closers in the game yeah he he's had his worst uh, year as a Met closer so far you know this year well I, I shouldn't say so far I mean because this is a bookend of his career barring Mets resigning him in the off season which. Uh, I strongly doubt Mets are going to spend the money because, you know, Mets tend to spend the money on star players, with the exception of Cespedes. Um, but, yeah, it's, you know, Mets was able to hold on. Uh, Jesselman pitched um, two innings to close out the game to save the, the to stop the Yankee, you know, from, you know, scoring. They had 14 hits, but they left. I think the, the Yankees was two for 13 with runners in scoring position. So uh, all in all, the Mets were able to hold on to that victory by the skins of their teeth. And if you could, but if, uh, you know, once you knew that happened, then the rumors of Familia was going to get traded happened. Um, and before the, the um, you know, the the Yankee game, you know, was officially announced that uh, he did in fact get traded to the A's. And, uh, you know, basically, he, they, what they got was, you know, uh, a minor leaguer who's, who's ranked 11th 
um, who's ranked 11th, you know, in uh, the the um, A's farm system. I think it's 11th or 17th. I, I would have to double check. I think his name was was Toffee. I think Toffee was the other guy, the third the third uh, third base guy. So yeah, basically they got Bobby Wall, who's a right-handed pitcher. Um, you know he he was you know one of their best relievers in in the minor leagues. Uh, he's currently in AAA, but he's ranked like um, I think like 17th overall in their system. And then uh, on the minor leagues, they, they got this guy in single A called uh, William Toffee, which um, this guy apparently coming out of college, he was he he was compared to Matt Matt uh, Carpenter. Oh, Unfortunately, wow. in the major in the minor leagues. He he has a two forty four batting average, so um, he he definitely hasn't adjusted. He definitely hasn't adjusted to the minor league. So I'm thinking, but importantly, also the Mets got a lot of um, you know money that they're gonna save that they could use it for for the international bonus money, which Mets are, you know they never get any any guys of value in the, in the independent, you know, I mean, other than, you know, obviously the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, but when it comes to Japan, you know, they, ne- they never get those guys. Unless if it's Kazmat Sui, yeah. you know, well, well, this is so a good start for the Mets. I mean, they, 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 in order for the Mets to get better, they need to get younger. They need to get prospects and, you know, this was a good trade for the Mets. You know, they got some guys back from the A's, and hopefully now they could trade some other guys before the deadline and try to rebuild. You know, that's all they could uh, hope for now going forward. I understand the guys have put the the the, the guys have potential. The 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 AAA guy, the AAA, you know, he he has he has potential. You know. The the other guy, I mean, he's he's down in the system. I mean, he's not raking in, he's not raking in single A, so that that concerns me a lot. But you know, the the rumors that they had seven or eight teams going after him, and I, they, they better they, they should they should be able to get a better deal than this. This guy, you know, was the heart and soul of their their bullpen. You know what I mean? Obviously, he meant more to to the Mets in his in in his tenure than you know, then the value that the, the A's gave up for him. I mean, I, I thought they I, – I felt like they could get do better. But then again, I'm not one of the three GMs that they have, Rico, Manaya, and um, um, the other name that's escaping me right now. Oh, um, uh, Ricciardi. So, right. I mean, I'm, I'm disappointed that this trade had to go down. I'm, 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 I'm even more disappointed that the Mets are, you know, they're – you know, they're just like I don't know, like at least sixteen games, you know, out behind behind the 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 national. I mean, the Phillies, I should say, and they're not. They're never gonna reach five. They're never gonna reach five hundred for the rest of the year. And then you top it off. Yesterday's game, they finally got a win. You know, Conforto snapped out of his huge slump, his season-long slump. Um, Cespedes finally comes back. Hits a lucky home run thanks to um, Yankee Stadium down that foul, that three sixteen foul pole. They get the victory, and then right after the game, you 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 know 
you're wiping the sweat off your brow because we, you know, we escaped Yankee Stadium with a victory, you know. And then Cespedes says that basically he does not only does he have a does he have a hip problem, he also have a um a heel problem where basically he's gonna have to do surgery, which is gonna make him be gone for like eight to ten ten uh, months. So wow. I'm I'm thinking like. Why did he come back? Why did he come back? Why didn't he just take do the surgery already? Like, you know, yeah. why didn't he do the surgery? I, and then he'd even play. He'd even play uh, today's game, which was a waste of time. It, and he's DHing. He's DHing. It's not like he has to. Run, he, he'd even run. He'd even run at the um at the home plate when they scored um probably the I think it was the seventh run, yesterday's game. And he could have he, he could have got tagged out if they had a, a, a perfect throw. Man, if, if he's he, not gonna, if, I mean, so he's, sorry. A, he's a bust, man. I'm sorry, continue. No, no, sorry, sorry to um, interrupt, but I was gonna say that, um, you know, if he knew that he had this injury, you know, for weeks now, he, he shouldn't have come back. I mean, you should have just had the surgery already, and then you know you come back healthy next season. But now it's like gonna it's gonna delay things even more. I don't get Cespedes. Cespedes is a weird dude, man. He's very strange. You you telling me? You telling me? <laughs> like like I I was the poster child of the 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 Yolanda Cespedes fan club from Jump Street, like since 2015. But come on, man. This ever since he got that contract, like everybody was saying, he he's been dogging it. Come on, like. Why did he come back? He'd, he'd even play. He'd even DH in this game. Like he, he should just, he, he should just hang it up, get the surgery, and we'll see you in 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 um in twenty twenty nineteen if possible yeah. or twenty twenty. You know, what? Yeah. I'm just done. Do the surgery. I don't want to see him. I don't want to see him in a Met uniform until he he gets fully healed because this is this is this is a joke, man. I mean. We're already a laughing stock in the league already, sharing sharing the back page with the the the, the Yankees as the laughing stock of the league. We're supposed to have this team that that start off eleven and one, have all this potential with the starting pitching, and we can never we can never give the Grom a break to to score some runs. So, I, I, and I'm an optimist. So it looks like tomorrow. Barring a miracle, Dogram is not going to get any run support, and it's just going to be Jacob Dogram versus the New York Yankees in that ballpark. You know, yeah. so the only thing that the Mets have is the pitching, starting pitching. But as as the experts are saying, let's trade off all the let's let's trade off the only strength of the Mets so we can get prospects back. But look what the prospects the Mets got back for 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 Familia. I mean, come on! Like, I I don't trust the Mets right now. I'm sorry. They have to they have to they have to sign um, Machado in the off season and actually get a, a a reliable closer at the minimum, even if that means re-signing Familia. Well, I, I'm you, just done. And then of well, course, you mentioned that they lost the Yankees. Well, um, before you go into oh, that, that before you go into the win today, um, you mentioned the Mets need a closer. Um, well, Mahia, he's uh, it looks like he's gonna be reinstated, and he might be coming back to the Mets, so he could probably be the Mets closer again by next season, or maybe even later this season. Who knows? 
No, 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 no. He, uh, this guy, uh, you cannot trust this guy as a closer. I, as good as he was back in the day, a few years ago, you can't trust this guy. This guy, he got suspended two times in like in, in like eight days once he yeah. got reinstated. You can't trust this guy back. Is he going to be a reliever? Yeah, sure. He, he could come back once he's able to, since he's reinstated, he could start warming up again. But to trust him as your closer, I, you, you, I mean, you can't trust this guy. As much as success as he's had, how do you know he's going to get suspended again? But then again, on this team, what do you have? In this year, if he was able to be reinstated, I, I would say, fine, go ahead. You know, because this is a lost season, you know. Mm-hmm. So if he was theoretically able to, to come back, I would say, fine, try him out. This is a, this is pretty after eleven, after the Mets went eleven and one, we're bring percent. So they might as well call Peter Peter Alonso. Try to play, you know, try to see what we have for twenty nineteen. Because playing these veterans, I mean, Elton Batista, he's been playing well, you know. I mean, the, it just doesn't make any sense. And they're they're just trading, they're just playing these guys so they could trade them, which is what it is. So. You know what can I say? And then you top it off the Yankees. You know they got they got the victory. No 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 surprise. You know the reincarnated Carl Pavano, aka Sunny Sunny Sunny. I forgot his name right now. Sunny Gray. <laughs> he, 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 man, man, we should have won that game if we if we would have at least at least held on to the lead. We could have we we should have won this game, man. But the the Mets didn't have any timely hitting, and then and then they gave up those those insurance runs in the um the seven and eight, and that's what killed us. Because Chapman, as not, as kind of as he he five hundred, get this W, and Mets are like, nah, fam, we don't need this win. You could you guys can win and go and win one <laughs> games this year. And what what did we do? He he walks he walks. I think Reyes with the bases loaded. He hits. Um, limo with the bases loaded, and the bases were still loaded. Tying run at the plate. What happens? Ploiecki hits into the. I think it was Mesoraco, right? Mesoraco hit into the double play, and and once that happened, I knew it was done. I mean, I, I envisioned that's what was going to happen because I've seen so many times that the Mets have Mets are getting blown out. They get to the the tying run at third base. And they could never get that run home. It's just so frustrating, and especially with the Yankees, it, it, it happens like all the time. There was a game like that, um, I think in '03 with Raul Gonzalez. Same scenario. They beat up on Mariano Rivera in a non-safe situation, and they and they they couldn't tie the game up. Yeah, Chapman didn't have command today, you know. And uh, the Mets, I mean, Mets did take advantage. You know, they did load the bases, but once Shreve came in, you know, they couldn't. Uh, Tie the game or Man. take the lead, you know, which was frustrating. But you know, hey, Yankees win. Mets didn't take no Mets didn't take no advantage of nothing. Yankees gave them those runs. They they literally gave them those runs. But Mets wasn't going to score nothing if, if 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 Chapman if Chapman didn't walk, walk Reyes and hit and hit what's his name um, Nimmo with the pitch. It's a yeah. joke, man. This offense is a joke. Like I'm I'm just done, man. I'm done. And who's that? Who was that player in that play in the outfield today for the Mets? I mean, he was horrible. Oh today. my gosh! 
Oh my goodness, Dan Decker, man. I I totally forgot about that until you mentioned it. Like he had three misplay balls in, in the um in that inning. I think what was it the fourth inning? I mean, to his credit, all those balls were hit hard. But dude, you you can even catch one one of those yeah. balls. Like I, I to his credit, all those balls were hard hit, hard hit balls. The the diving ball, the diving play. This dude wanted to be in Sports Center, but. <laughs> He's gonna end up. He's gonna end up on Sports Nation with with those um blunders or whatever. But like, <laughs> like all those plays, all plays were tough plays. But come on, man, the dude can't hit. The dude couldn't hit out of a. Uh, this this dude couldn't hit through a wet paper bag. And he was there for his glove, and he 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 just might as well just left his glove and his bat at home because he didn't do anything today. Yeah, he's not good today at all. But then again, I'm, we weren't expecting this guy to be, you know, uh, all-star anyway. So, what what can you do? I, and then and then you you got suspended. He don't he doesn't even come into the game with the opportunity. You know, he, he they better just like make him do the trade right. I mean, not trade like do the surgery because it's a waste of time. Like, yeah, you know, it's possible. This would have been the, the perfect time when Masaraka was coming to the game, that when he bounces a double play. That would have been the perfect time for him to come in, just to swing the bat, swing the bat, man. Yeah. You're not. Gonna, it's not like you're gonna run to first. You you're gonna run it out anyway. Like, swing the bat. I'm just done with this this this, this team this year, man. I'm like, I don't even, I don't even know. This won't be the last time I'm talking about them unless they they until they trade somebody by next week. You know, before the trading deadline, but um, yeah, moving on. Yankees won. You know, they were able to hold on to that victory, and uh, they won. And then, of course, Tuesday, Tuesday night. You know, the National League lost to the um, American League Yankees because basically, you know, Yankees are on American League ball. Yankees. <laughs> you know, it's like watching a, a a Subway Series game. The American League team will always win. Like. Back in the days, you know, the Jackie Robinson, you, you know, days of the 40s and the 50s, the 60s, 70s, the the the, the National League, you know, whoop, you know, whooped the American League behind. But recently, ever since the Derek Jeter era, the, the American League has been playing a lot better. And as a matter of fact, they won the last six, you know, um, all-star games in order to not only tie – the the all time series with with forty with forty three apiece, but thanks to the um eight six final in the twelfth in uh you know in in Washington, the the American League now has the all time record of forty four and forty three with two ties. So, you know the Glom he got his he got you know he got you know he was pitching well he gave up the home run to Trout, you know and then he struck out uh, the next person afterwards you know. But you know, Seferino he pitched well. Judge uh, Judge hit a home run. He became the first Yankee since Jeter to have a hit. But of course, you know, Judge had a home run just like he did. Um, I think today. today. So, all you know. rise. Yep. He all <laughs> rise. You might, as, you might as well not even rise. You might as well just stand up the whole game because you know he's gonna hit a home run. <laughs> so, and he did. 
and Tomar DeGrom's by himself, and he's going to try to win this game by himself. Hopefully, the Mets, the Mets will, will, will um, play some defense and actually, you know, swing the bat a bit. But we'll see what happens, you know, the final game of the Subway Series, and hopefully Mets will win that game by some miracle, and they could finally win a series because they've, they haven't won a series in, like, 16 tries. So they've either and they either split a series or, in most cases, they lose or even get swept. So hopefully Mets can actually win a series. And for them, that will be their World Series because Mets, don't have, Mets fans don't have anything to be happy about. But, um, yeah, um, moving on to the NBA – uh, big news, um, DeMar DeRozan, you know, the, the star of the Raptors, the best star player they had since Vince Sanity, he, he got traded to the Spurs for Kawhi Leonard. And here's my thinking of it. Kawhi Leonard, he's a, fun, he's a great player. I mean, he's had, he has a lot of issues with the Spurs as evident as last year and in this offseason. But to me, I think this was a dumb trade for for Toronto because one, you trade away your star player, a guy who who bleeds, you know, Raptors, you know, that that purple that purple uniform man, you know, he this this guy wanted to be a Raptor, the the um the um GM, you know, Ajiri, he he um he told them that he was gonna stay, and you know. I'm saying there was a miscommunication, you know, that he had with uh, with DeRozan because DeRozan thought he wasn't going to get traded, and they traded, for, you know, who you know who's made it known that he wants to get he wants to get. So this is just a rental player, rental player for one year, and you give up your star player, and he's going to, you know, at the trading deadline or, or um. There's going to be all these other star players, Durant and um, uh, Butler, um, uh, Kimball Walker. You know, the, the list is on, goes on and on. The only reason this would make sense for me, if I was a Raptor fan or the Raptor GM, even though, you know, the Raptor GM has had a good reputation of doing good moves, um, the only way this would make sense is if you would keep DeRozan, you you keep um, Lowry, which they did, and then you try to find a way to get um, Kawhi Leonard, and then you'd have a three-headed monster instead of two. You still have two, but now you have a yeah. guy who's just going to be there for that one year, and he's going to leave. So what's your thoughts on this whole trade? Um, I, I don't think it makes sense because, you know, I agree with what you said. It, they get Kawhi, and Kawhi's probably not going to stay in Toronto, you know, for after this season. After this upcoming season, he's probably going to go to L.A. maybe, you know, or somewhere else. And for Toronto to, you know, trade the Rosen like that, who is like the face of the franchise, I mean, it's a complete backstab, you know, to him. And, you know, if I were him, next season, I will, anytime, anytime I play against uh, the Raptors, if I'm the Rosen, I'd be, I'd be scoring like 50, 60 points against them as revenge. But... <laughs> I, no. I think it was oh. it was a bad trade, man. Yeah, I, I I don't agree with it, dude. You know that you know that's gonna happen straight up. 
You know, every time he's gonna face them, he's gonna mm-hmm. he's just gonna man, he's gonna look dead behind. Oh yeah, of course. They're gonna cheer for him. They're gonna cheer for him. They're gonna cheer for DeRozan. But once once he um, like, what was I gonna say? But once he um, once he once he starts scoring that that fifty points on them, they're gonna start booing him for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a done deal. Like for real, that that's such a dumb trade. Like, why would you give up your biggest strength for a potential weakness? You know, yeah. come on. Like, it, he they should have found a way to try to get him to to come, and then you know. And then you would have had three star players to work with. Work with. I agree. Especially with this East, you know, with, with, with the um, you know, with the with, with the exception of the Celtics and the Seventy Sixers, like they could have made they could have made a little noise in the playoffs. I agree. You know, but it is what it is. I mean, hey, I guess it works out for the Knicks. You know, they don't they don't have to worry about three superstars themselves losing. You know, and maybe have a chance of winning a game against against the Raptors this year. Who knows? Yeah. Hey, we have a Knox, and he's looking good in the summer league so far. So there's hope. Yeah, that's true. He, he's been surprising people, you know. Yeah. With with his play, and uh, um, Robinson too, the 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 center, who had oh, yeah. been playing in the in college ball at all, professional ball period. You know, he's been surprising people. So, you know, look out for those guys, you know. Ho- hopefully they can live up to the potential. And Kevin Knox, you know, he's 18 years old. He can grow, you know. Just like Porzingis. Porzingis is, what, 22? If he, if he gets healthy whenever he comes back, you know, he could, you know, he might be growing too. So, yeah. you know, if they yeah. can live up to the potential and Nilakina developing, this could, could have something there. But yeah, great um, potential, you know, something to build upon. Absolutely, and going back quickly on uh, the baseball quickly, um, you know, the Dodgers they acquired um, Manny Machado, who I briefly mentioned. Uh, you know, congratulations to the Dodgers. You know, you know they're they, you know they try to they they always try to to win, even though it hasn't happened for them since '88. But you know they they got. A superstar player, and uh, you know what's your thoughts on it? Um, you know, I I thought the Yankees were a strong favorite to get him, um, but looks like that's not the case. But you know, I think he's gonna do well for the Dodgers. You know, Dodgers. You know, by adding him, they're again a World Series contender, and you know they need all the offense they can get. But um, you know, they're already they're already a good team, but now they're slightly mm-hmm. better now with Machado, but uh, I think it it's going to work out. It, it, this trade works out for both organizations. Yeah, abs- uh, absolutely. I, I definitely think so. Um, you know, it's a, it's worth the risk, you know, with Machado. They're trying to win it all. See yeah. what happens, you know. Most likely going to be a free agent sign with the Yankees, but you know, you got you to take that risk. You know, they're yeah. win now team. So we'll see what happens. Um, Speaking of win now, let's talk about uh, Extreme Rules before we talk about the World Cup. Um, yeah, uh, so on Extreme Rules, you know, Andrade Cien Almas, um, he defeated Sin Cara. Um, there's no surprise there. Um, Sanity, 
Eric Young, um, Alexander Wolf, and Killian Dane. They defeat New Day, which is, uh, you know, of course, Biggie, Kofi, and uh, Xavier Woods um, in, a, in a table match. Yeah, I mean, like I was like I was saying, you know, I, you know, um, Sanity should 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 win that match because, you know, they're trying to get over. Even though Eric Young, he's a veteran, he's a former TNA champion. You know, they're trying to prove themselves in the WWE, but it makes sense. I think I might have picked New Day to win because you know WWE they don't tend to go with common sense and just do what they want to do. So I think um, I might have picked New Day. Think, even though I wanted to see Sanity win, you know, since they needed it. So that's what happened. Then uh, B-Team, that was, this, was the, this was probably the surprise of the night. B-Team, both Dallas and Curtis Axel, they defeat Broken Man Hardy and Bray Wyatt for the tag team titles. Um, a nice win. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, I was uh, shocked by that. You know, I, I wasn't expecting them to win, but... Uh... You know, yes, they're they're getting a major push now. You know, but uh, I think it's a uh, it's nice for a change to see, you know, a new team, you know, get a chance at the tag team titles. I don't think they're gonna hold on for, to the titles for too long, but it's nice to see. <laughs> nice to see. Oh yeah, Sorry, I think there. the title is all right, man. The title is gonna change on Monday night when they get that rematch. You know, I think I think they should have held it, this the rematch till SummerSlam, give the guys a little time to hold on to the title, and yeah. then have them lose at SummerSlam. That's what I would have done if I was booking it, but obviously I don't. You know, I'm not a booker, so um, you should be. Then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I should be. You know, WWE give me the money. You know, I'll, I'll help with the ratings, but I think that. I think they're comfortable doing their their skits and stuff. So, but with that case, um, then you have Finn Balor defeat Baron Corbin. I mean, who, who really cares about this match? I mean, <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. And, uh, what's with the the um? What's his nickname again? Corbin's nickname? Stable. I mean, is oh, it yeah. supposed to like intimidate people? Like he sounds like a like a eighteen hundred like. Like explorer, or something. I'm like constable. Every time I hear that name, it makes me think of Cliff Cliff, ugh, Cliff Huxtable. Constable. I mean, what, I mean, what is that? But anyway, I guess it's like a viceroy or something like that. I don't know, or it's commissioner. But yeah, I digress. Corporate role. Yeah, he's the new corporate king, basically. Yeah. And then you got Carmella defeating Asuka, as I suspected, because, you know, this doesn't make any sense. Asuka was undefeated for two years up until WrestleMania, and she loses, and she hasn't won a big match ever since then, unless if you want to count her defeating James Ellsworth on SmackDown, um, a major victory. But, yeah, she hasn't won. It, It makes her look like a choke artist, you know. You know, pretty much buried her character. Yeah, they did the same thing with Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, but to his credit, he did defeat uh, Jeff Hardy. You know, you know, in heel mo- heel mode. You know, he he low blowed him before the match, and then of course uh, did the Kinshasa surprise Kinshasa on Jeff Hardy, and Jeff Hardy is rumored to be like hurt in real life, and of course Randy Orton uh, beat him up, which surprised everybody, and then of course he beat him up again on. Uh, SmackDown, 
So Jeff Hardy is gonna be, gonna have some time off, you know, to recover from his real life injuries. Mm-hmm. And uh, as a result, uh, Nakamura defeated Jeff Hardy for the United the WWE United States title, and of course Nakamura would uh, subsequently defend the title on SmackDown. Uh, then you have Kevin Owens defeating Braun Strowman uh, by Braun Strowman basically th- literally throwing him out of the ring, you know, <laughs> which was the most surprising moment of the night, you know. So, you know, that was that was a, a, a great finish right there. Then you got the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, Harper and Rowan defeating um, Team Hell No, you know, as I thought what happened, even though Team Hell No should have won, but, you know, WWE. So basically, you know, Team Hell No got beat up by the Bludgeon Brothers before, you know, earlier on in uh, the pay-per-view. And then afterwards, you know, they lost, um, you know, the tag team title. I mean, the tag team title match for the SmackDown tag team title. So uh, the Bludgeon Brothers retained the title. And and then you have um, Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns. This was a very interesting match. You know, a lot more interesting thanks to the buildup that they've been having the past couple of weeks. You know, thanks to Paul Heyman apparently uh, writing and producing, you know, this, this feud. You know, so that matchup, you know, w- was pretty good. It had a great finish. You know, had uh, Bobby Lashley defeating Roman Reigns with the spear. And, uh, but what, what ruined this moment is that on Raw, instead of make as originally they, this was supposed to be for the number one contender. Now they have this whole bogus triple threat matches for the past, for the next two weeks, uh, to determine who's going to be, who's going to face each other. Uh, I think on Monday night raw, which is going to be a rematch of extreme rules. So for like two weeks, for the second time in two weeks, we have Bobby Lashley versus Roman Reigns because both guys respectively won their triple threat, um, you know, matches to be, to to qualify for this number one contender match, Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series, because you know yeah. Kurt Angle pressured Paul Heyman, at, you know, at Raw to have Brock Lesnar uh, defend the title. So yeah, that's that's a bunch of bull. Lashley should be the one facing Lesnar. He should be the number one contender. Hands down. I mean, like, if Bobby Lashley loses this number one opportunity, I mean, WWE is really out of touch. Like, super sanely out of touch. Like, people, I mean, Bobby Lashley is finally getting, you know, popular thanks to Roman Reigns. I mean, it's like what Bray Wyatt said. Anyone but you, Roman. You know, it's like anybody anybody against Roman Reigns. It's like Cena, you know. That Cena, like yeah. anybody against you, it don't matter if you're the biggest heel of the company. If you're really fighting against Roman Reigns or Cena, you're you're automatically a, a hero. Yeah. You know. They better not botch this. They, they, they better put Lashley as the number one contender because this is the match you want to see. They want to see Bobby Lashley finally face Brock Lesnar. And see what happens. Most likely, Lesnar, uh, Lesnar will win, but at least we'll have that dream match, and it'll be a title match. Give it to the fans, man. And then, um, then you got Alexa Bliss with the aid of Mickey James, her friend and me. Sometimes they're friends, sometimes they're enemies. Just like versus 
another former friend slash enemy, frenemy, Nia Jax, with the aid of Natalia and uh, later on R- Ronda Rousey. Um, Alexa Bliss would, would defeat her. No surprise there. Um, Ronda Rousey got physical in the match, you know, interfered in the match. But all in all, Alexa Bliss defeats Nia Jax, a woman she has uh, uh, an opponent that has like a two, like a, like, I don't know. She has a, a height advantage over her, you know, and a size advantage to her. This is like the anti-David versus Goliath matchup because you have the underdog as a villain and you have, you know, the the more, you know, imposing character, you know, um, opponent as the as the villain, as the good guy, or or, or in this case, the heroine. Yeah. So, no surprise there. Um, AJ Styles defeat Rusev, even though, you know, we all thought it should have been Rusev Day, even though, you know, we all love AJ Styles and what he's done, you know, ever since he's been WWE. But, you know, it should have been Rusev Day, man. You know, obviously they had the whole Eddie English botch up to, you know, save the embarrassment of Rusev losing, you know, cleanly. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, and of course, Rusev lost his number one opportunity. So now they're going to look for another number one contender. Then, you know, then of course you have Dolph Ziggler with Drew McIntyre, uh, defeating Seth Rollins, um, in a 30 man, um, intercontinental title match, you know, a 30 minute Ironman match for the intercontinental title. International intercontinental title. I don't know why I'm, I can't say it right now. But yeah, and I mean, you know, they're both great workers. But I mean, WWE botched this for one reason. They shouldn't have made it a, a full hour because it's like all these legendary intercontinental titles were an hour, and you want them to be measured up with the legends of the past. Why would you put it a half an hour? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that much, match was my, way too long. Like, you think it was way too long, even though it was a half yeah. an hour? Yeah, I think <laughs> it was way too long than it should have been. Yeah, I mean, it was still I a good match, but it was it was a little long. I think it's because they had too many other – they had too many matches. If they had lesser lesser matches, like, who needed to see Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin? The Sienna, Almas, and Sintar, you don't need to see that match. If you had lesser matches and you just – flush it out a little bit, it would have it would have been better. I mean, because, you know, these pay-per-view events are, like, five hours long, you know, so I can understand that rationale. But, you know, all in all, you know, WWE, they dropped the ball. This, this pay-per-view could have been a lot better if Asuka won, if uh, Rusev won. But, you know, it is it is what it is. So hopefully Survivor Series will be better. But uh, quickly, congratulations to the French national team. Uh, they defeated um, Croatia, go four to, four, you know, four to two. Um, and uh, France won their first title since uh, nine, 1998, where they knocked out, uh, you know, Croatia in the semifinals round. But, um, you know, congrats to them. And Mugabe, you know, he, he scored a goal in the, in the uh, World Cup final. For, I think the first guy, like, since uh, at that age, I think he's 19, since uh, uh, Pele in 59. So, 
congratulations to him. Uh, any last things you'd like to say quickly? Uh, check out my show here on midnight and come back here to check out Sports of a Legend every Saturday at 11. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.